Good morning, thanks for watching. The local share market's going to kick off with a decline of about a quarter of a percent as far as the futures are concerned this morning. And that's a reflection of not being able to participate in a recovery that we saw late in the session as far as US stocks were concerned. The three leading indices, uh, finished with a gain of around a third of a percent over the course of what was a bit of a bumpy session at the hands of some better economic news. So the Empire State Survey is a measure of US manufacturing activity in the northeast of the state. It's an important gauge in that regard. And this showed a very uh, stark improvement over the course of the last month. It was the first move into positive territory in five months. The measure moved from minus 24 to plus 10. And as you might imagine, under those circumstances, circumstances uh, that pushed long and short-term interest rates higher by a decent margin. Uh, both were up by about eight basis points. So uh, that, of course, uh, prompted the predictable conversation about why, what the Fed can and can't do in the near term with a strong employment market, improving manufacturing activity and, and the like. Uh, and that's why you saw the stocks stumble around a little bit, but um, got to grips with things by the end of the day. Uh, elsewhere, probably at the margins, but worth pointing out, there was an improvement in the National Association of Home Builders and its sentiment survey. Uh, it was at the best levels in around four months as well. Uh, importantly, it's still supply chain issues, which they uh, highlighted as an important anecdote. But uh, the other important aspect of last night's session, naturally, uh, are the earnings figures. So at the end of last week, we saw some encouraging earnings numbers from uh, big financial organizations in the US. JP Morgan stood out in that regard, uh, saw a big gain. And this week is characterized by earnings numbers from smaller financial institutions. Uh, not that Charles Schwab ranks amongst those, but it is a very important linkage in the US financial system for the fact that it um, is a bank, it's a broker. And so its earnings numbers uh, were uh, in line to better than what the market had expected, but it was under the bonnet of Charles Schwab's figures uh, where the important metrics came in terms of what's happened uh, in the context of the banking crisis. So there was a fall in deposits at Charles Schwab down by about 11%. That, that was tolerable. It was in line with the market's expectations. There was a very clear move, as you would expect, of money into safe havens. For example, money moving into their money market accounts was up by about 150% over the course of the quarter. So those outcomes were more than palatable for the market. The shares finished up by about 4%. And it was worth looking at the performance of the KBW Bank Index last night. So uh, earlier, there were some patchy figures um, elsewhere in the financial space. State Street amongst them, that stock down by 9%. But nonetheless, the uh, KBW Bank Index, having fallen away earlier in the session, was able to recover. It finished higher. And from its uh, trough to its peak, that index was up by about 4%. So those sorts of moves are important. Uh, they can represent inflection points. It's worth watching that carefully over the course of the next couple of sessions to see uh, how things pan out in relation to sentiment towards financial institutions in the context of these earnings. So they were some valuable insights on that front out of the US. As far as Europe was concerned, uh, we saw an underwhelming session broadly. Uh, the FTSE just in negative territory, the German DAX up by about 0.1 of a percent. The stocks 600 index flat, but still worth pointing out, it's uh, around its highest levels since February of this year. Uh, interestingly enough, the better manufacturing numbers 
out of the US influenced uh, German bunds. Uh, they were higher in yield, lower in price. So 10 year bund, for example, up by about uh, three basis points, more the direction of things that's uh, valuable there. So. Uh, there were underperformances in the Euro European bank space uh, last night, uh, even though the US stocks were generally doing better. Barclays, for example, down by around 3%, still uh, challenges for that organization in the context of uh, relations that a former CEO had with Jeffrey Epstein. That's very topical in that uh, neck of the woods. So uh, as far as the local picture is concerned today, we've got the minutes from the last RBA uh, policy setting meeting at the margins, but still always important to get under the bonnet of this conversation, given the fact it was the first chance they had uh, to pause rates in 10 meetings. Uh, yesterday, we saw better home prices figures out of China. In recent times, we have seen very encouraging numbers in relation to consumer spending uh, through uh, earnings numbers from LVMH and Hermes in relation to Chinese consumer activity. Those things uh, ladder up to today's GDP figures, which will be released in China. Important numbers, uh, given the fact that yesterday authorities in China left medium-term lending facility rates uh, unchanged. Uh, points to these numbers being uh, quite positive today. So they're the anecdotes around today's GDP figures. They will be one of the highlights that will reverberate uh, throughout the Northern Hemisphere in the days ahead. Uh, and uh, we've seen the Aussie dollar pull back a little bit, back to around 67 US cents as we start Asian trade. Uh, it is suffering some headwinds because of that improvement in US bond yields moving that they were uh, higher, which dragged the US dollar higher as well. So have a great day. Uh, talk to you tomorrow.